After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Mo podcast recording this on a Wednesday night following the conclusion of the California Classic in Sacramento. Mm. We're a jam-packed podcast. We're gonna talk some summer league because let me just say Keegan Murray. Murray. Keegan Murray. The amount of times that Scott Moak, the PA announcer, had to say Keegan, I thought he was going to start losing his voice. Amazing. Yeah, Keegan was amazing in the California Classic, and the team heads to Vegas for Summer League. They depart on Thursday, get ready for a game on Friday. Sasha is in Sacramento, too. We got some league topics to hit as well. And then we'll look ahead to Vegas Summer League. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. Well, how are you doing today? Me? I'm I'm great. It's, um, it's Wednesday and Wednesday only, which makes me so happy. I don't, I don't get it. Really? Wednesday, a.k.a. Deuce Miss there Eve. There we go. Deuce Miss Or Deuce Day Eve. What do you ever want to call it? Yeah. I, Tomorrow's honestly, a big day. Honestly, the amount of times that you have talked about your birthday in the last week. And we talked about this, actually. Just really quick before we get into Summer League. You said growing up, your birthday was so special because it was around July 4th, which meant... Everyone was kind of off. There were fireworks around your birthday. There was lots of food around your birthday. And we also talked about this because that meant growing up as a kid, you never got to celebrate your birthday in a class. Never celebrated my birthday in a class. During school year. So it was like that was your special time. That was your moment. And now you're still trying to create that moment in your adult life promise you i'm not doing this because i'm looking for pity but i did so this is my first birthday without my grandma and i'll tell you this the, no, where, no 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 where was no where no no i have this saved it was really cool she would every i'm not kidding you every year on my birthday her and my grandpa would call me and sing me happy birthday and she actually i still have this saved i'm just gonna listen listen as we all saved what this is gonna get you i'm saying you get me well let's just see you I just haven't heard it. I just would like to hear it. Is that okay? Or are what, you offended this? is by this? like such a turn. Okay. Why, why is this such a... Because it's, it's like going to make me tear up. Why is it going to make you tear up? I haven't heard it in a long time. I just want to hear it. Oh is that... Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Okay. Happy birthday, cool. dear David. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. And many more. Happy oh. birthday, sweetheart. Hope you're having fun. Um, yeah, you know, so there you go. Are you gonna, what? Okay, that needed to make you cry. I'm not even crying about it. I just I just realized when we were talking about this, this is the first year that I'm not going to get that voicemail or call from my grandma. <laughs> okay, shit, what the hell is wrong with you? I can't. 
like, but like, I have it I'm saved. I'm like laughing and crying. At I, I have it saved. That's a That's good thing. That's so great. I know. Why the shit are you doing that right now? I just thought of it. And I, I want to look. It's so heavy. It's so sweet. That it's, is not heavy at all. I'm saying this out of happiness. Like, oh my I'm glad god, I have that. That's really that cool. That technology no, exists. It's really cool and touching. Like I, that. Took now, me for a different because I I knew that's I know. really cool. Okay. <laughs> You're so stupid. So I'm anyway, my, really gra- my, my, my you know both my grandparents are now dead. Oh my god. Um, now she sounded like eh, happy birthday, zombie grandma's here. Happy birthday, right? No, but um, they used to both sing. So they they would call me and if I didn't answer they would leave a voice oh. they would both be singing at the same time it's really cute that I'm just is, glad I have that yeah that's adorable I'm so yeah. glad you have that thanks <laughs> oh my god you guys like I wish I never brought it this okay okay oh my god I don't know how we got that well because we're talking about my birthday yeah, yeah and birthday. then you just like went there that's super sweet yeah. super sweet well <laughs> do you want me to sing and leave you a voicemail and like <laughs> fill the void no, no. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Brent says, uh, let's do the Sasha chant again. Let's get back to talking about the Kings. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, California Classic is in the books. I love Summer League. One, the California Classic just needs to be in Sacramento every year. We don't need to get cute yes. and put it at Chase Center in San Francisco or even think about putting it in L.A. The reality is great crowds come out to watch Summer League basketball because Sacramento is a basketball town. Uh, we were both. We were there both days. We ha- buried the lead on this. Morgan, you did two games on ESPN with Kyle Draper as a color analyst. Yeah. For the first day of the California Classic, which amazing. So amazing. What? What is this life I'm living? What? Yeah. So cool. So fun. That was. I mean, you talk about burying the lead. It is hilarious that we haven't even, like, mentioned this. But it was, um, I mean, you know, dream come true and everything. Deuce and I were driving to the game on that day before I was going to call the game. And, you know, Deuce, my coach, my mentor, everything, pumping me up. And he's like, okay, Morgan, ESPN game. So, like, you got to be on your game, blah, blah. And I just was like, can you not mention ESPN again? Can you not? Because it was it was getting to me. I was like trying to act like I'm cool. I, I'm I'm good. I'm good. When really inside, I was like, "Holy shit! I'm gonna be calling a game on ESPN." Were not you, sideline reporting, color analyst. Were you nervous right before tip off? No, not at all. Really? Not even not even a little bit. And I don't I don't know why. I think I just like I thought about like how you and I do G League, and we're just very much ourselves. We're talking hoops. We're having fun. And I felt that just come over me like, oh, I did my homework. I know these guys. And um, I'm just going to shoot the shit with Kyle and have some fun. And that's what I did. And it was it was really it was really special doing that. And especially because that second game, um, the number two pick, Brandon Miller, it was just it's always interesting when you have such a high, high draft pick. It's like. What are they going to do? How are they going to show up? And a lot of people showed up to watch him play. Yeah, I mean, I think the reality, too, is you get the chance to call the action for players. It could be future stars, potentially. That was like their first time stepping on an NBA floor. For sure. In summer league, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, you'll remember that forever. No. And, like, you say that, but it's funny because we get to do that 
with doing calling Stockton Kings games. Sure. Like even but as that's different. Even as, I mean, we're talking it, about their first NBA minute. For sure. And that's and that is that was and is special. But yeah, I guess it being on ESPN was something that was just like you did it. Yeah. You did it. And like even my parents called after and were like, dude. You were on ESPN. So it was just a really fun feeling that everyone was super supportive. So thanks for all the love. But yeah, super fun. And thank you. Thank you always. Thank you. Whatever. Uh, Anyway, California Classic. I was glad you got the opportunity. But yeah, I just love that the event's in Sacramento. And I tell people this every year. Okay, if you can't make it to Vegas Summer League, just go to the California Classic if you can. Because it's just basketball all day. Mm -hmm. And it's such a chill environment. You just sit back and... When else can you watch three games in a row for like a decent prize? These young guys are competing. They're playing hard. They're fighting through mistakes. It's just a cool opportunity to see what some of these players maybe have been working on too, which is super exciting. And then Vegas is just another level because it, you've got games literally all day in these two gyms that are connected. You can go to either one back and forth. Like even if you hate oh. Vegas and it's super yeah. hot and gross outside, it's like you're just in an air conditioned arena two different gyms all day watching hoops with all these at the casually you'll have like lebron james walk by or nba officials or deuce mason deuce mason whoa shams whoever and it's just i don't know it's just a great atmosphere it's really cool let's talk about what we saw in the the first well the only two games the california classic sacramento kings we saw keegan murray play the first two games and i think people when they heard keegan was playing like why is he playing (laughs) what happens if he gets hurt look you can get hurt getting out of bed in the morning uh you can get hurt playing in games they're gonna play basketball in the offseason. yeah so he played two games and (laughs) what i mean he looks like he's taken a serious step like he is showing you things that we didn't see a ton of last year. And that's like what you want to see out of summer league. You want to see, especially if a guy is entering year two, oh, like he is clearly the best player on the floor. And yeah, there was no doubt about it watching Keegan Murray in these last two games. He was the best player on the floor every time they stepped on the floor. And he showed us more tonight, 41 points. He shot 15 free throws. In fact, he shot 26 free throws total in the two games. He's putting the ball on the floor. He's knocking down shots. Bringing the He's ball He's being up. aggressive. He's defending guards out there. Mm. What do you make of what we saw out of Keegan Murray? You know, you could have told me however many points, and I wouldn't even care because it was the way yeah. that he was scoring these points. It was the way that he was out there, especially just starting with the offensive end his aggressive nature to the basket and his ability to finish at the rim is what made me excited. I know it's not pure NBA talent. I mean, there's guys out there, though, that are experienced, that um, can defend, that can be a big body. And to see him show so much dominance, Deuce and I always talk about this when we're watching G League guys. We're like, but how can he be dominant in this league? Because once you show your dominance with... It within the G League or within Summer League, it just puts you on a whole different level. It's like, oh, yeah, this is why you belong. This is why you're one of the better players in the NBA, in the big league. Keegan showed that tonight. And it's not like he's just doing the catch and shoot thing. No. I mean, that's what's really encouraging is he's showing the ability 
off the dribble to do something. He's drawing contact, getting to the line. I mean, fadeaway jumpers had that one step back three oh my God. in this game. It looked magical. And we always talk about this with Summer League. These guys barely playing together before getting on the floor and playing in actual game minutes. And it's like you said, it's not like guys are just on the floor trying to play make for Keegan Murray. They're not writing out that play. They don't have that chemistry. They're just trying to play basketball together. And that's why Keegan being so aggressive and being like, all right, let me get mine like he did, especially tonight. That is what we want to see next season with the big squad, right? Like you want to make sure that he is not being um, selfless. He needs to be a little bit more selfish. And I think this is going to give him the confidence he needs. He also had four blocks in this game, by the way, Morgan. Four blocks in this game tonight. Wow. You're good. Don't you worried about Bojack and Carlin right there? Yeah, I was just going to take the bone away. Dude, so freaking annoying. Just a... <laughs> Good job. Just didn't want like a little dog fight breaking out. Where were we? We were talking about Keegan Murray. Yeah. I mean, if if he can take a serious step That's this year, it. Yep. The Kings are going to be scary. I mean, I think their offense is already going. It, it was great last year, but I think it's going to be even better this year. I think you look up and down the roster, you have high IQ guys everywhere and you have shooting everywhere and you have two guys in Fox and Sabonis who are just studs and Keegan showing he could do more out there and showing that he's added to his game. He also looks much stronger. Oh like my the, God. He, he looks stronger. He looks more confident. He's playing with aggressiveness. Hell, the first game of the California Classic when he had that jam, stared down yeah, that Warriors player a little bit. Get yeah, a little stare down. Well, and that was interesting because I remember so many people were like, he stared him down. And I'm like, it was a quick stare, yeah. but it was a stare you haven't seen from Keegan yet. And that's what made me excited too. Just it we can call it we can call it confidence. We can call it um just experience and him feeling a little bit better in his body with his game in this space. Whatever it is, he's taking that leap. And how many times have we talked about, all right, well, with what this front office is doing in this offseason, they're baking on that so-and-so's taking the leap. They're baking on that this. They're banking on that this guy's going to work out. And we're seeing that leap right now in the summer. And I don't know about you, but it's given me a lot of confidence going forward. <laughs> yeah, and look, obviously... I'm not going, oh, he's going to drop 41 next year in a game. Well, maybe he can, but um, it is it is summer league. But when you're clearly just better than everybody out there and you're doing things that we didn't really see a ton of last year, it's super encouraging. And then you hear some of the comments coming from the Kings. I know Luke Locks, after the first game of the summer league, was talking about how Keegan's been like dominating their scrimmages scored like 17 of like 17 or 19 straight points at one point and Luke was explaining how everybody in the gym was silent like what the hell is happening right now <laughs> this is a man possessed uh he said everyone could just feel how good he is obviously that's what we expect from him at this level of summer league and it's something we're pushing him to do uh, Luke Lauks noted after the scrimmage, one of our sc scouts pulled him aside and was like, the closest thing I've ever seen to what I just saw was Kawhi Leonard in year two. It wasn't that Keegan is Kawhi or Kawhi is Keegan, but the step from rookie season, oh, you have a pretty good rookie too. 
holy smokes, this guy could be exceptional. And I think we're all seeing it as an organization. We're feeling it, but we're also pushing him to believe wow. that. Wow. I I love, love, love that. And for anyone that is like not reading that the right way, he's not comparing him to Kawhi Leonard as a player. He is comparing the the progress, the leap, the way that this young player is evolving. I mean, how many times have I said to you, even when we, whenever we used to talk about De'Aaron Fox, that it wasn't until year five that Keegan or Keegan, that Kawhi Leonard really took that huge yeah. leap in his career, right? Like people develop differently, but being able to say that about Keegan from year one to year two, that is what you are hoping for so many young guys that you put in your system, but that also you got to give a lot of credit to this Kings organization, having the right people around, not only building the right culture, but obviously developing these guys, these young guys the right way. Yeah. Keegan's been in Sacramento most of the summer. I know there were a couple of times during this off season where he went and worked out with his brother, Chris through the pre-draft process. And of course he was with his brother on draft night. But other than that, he's been in the gym at the Kings facility every day. He's been working out a lot with De'Aaron Fox. Those two are playing one-on-one -on -one all the time. And I was asking Keegan about that right before Summer League started. And he just talked about how great the experience has been and what it means to have Fox like be willing to work with him and take yeah. him under his wing a little bit. I did ask him if he's actually beat De'Aaron one-on-one. He said no. He said no. But I know this, it's not like he's just po trying to post up De'Aaron Fox. Like he, he's, It's a conscious thing. Like, no, I need to try to get by De'Aaron Fox. Get I, better at putting I, the ball on the floor. Exactly. Because obviously you could just like, hey, let me back down. Yeah. I got the size advantage. No, like you have to be able to beat a guy off a dribble. You got to be able to show that you can get to your spots, even if you're going up against a guard like De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. And that... I mean, not only have we already talked about how great it is that De'Aaron Fox has taken this guy, this young guy under his wing, and is trying to also make him better, but De'Aaron knows the ultimate goal. Not only does he obviously really like having Keegan around and like him, but the ultimate goal is if the people around you get better, mm -hmm. you get better. Your team gets better. There's more success in your career. So it's a smart path to take, but also from the outside, you just you love love to hear that about these two guys and hey keegan's game it's truly showing like we've seen in these last two california classic games another another thing that jumped out to me during keegan's run in the california classic is they're having him defend guards yeah. he was defending uh, pajemski in the first game against golden state Who's warriors crafty as hell really crafty and then tonight he was on drew smith a little bit of the miami heat who's on a two-way contract I think he actually got Jamari Bouye, who's another smaller guard. So they're putting him in situations because they, they want him to get to the point where he can be comfortable guarding these smaller guys. And look, working on the lateral quickness is going to be something he's going to have to get better at mm -hmm. as his time goes in the NBA. But I, I like him. It's like, yeah, go, go defend some smaller guys. Use your size. Try to show off your quickness. You're, you're working on all these things. This is the time to do it. I, th I think even Keegan had a quote the other day saying, I'm just trying to get in uncomfortable situations on the floor. And that's that's what you want a player to embrace is, yeah, be uncomfortable out there. We always reference that first California Classic in Sacramento where 
Miami had Bam there, and Bam was literally running point guard. Yes. Like, yeah, do and you're seeing the same thing with Key a little bit. They're making him bring the ball up much more in that first game, but he's bringing the ball up. He's defending guards. They're let putting them him in try different things. Let them let, like that is where you're supposed to try new things, push yourself to a different limit, develop new skill sets. And I feel like someone like Keegan, who is just such a smart player is like a sponge mm-hmm. and is soaking it all in, but is able to really create things fast for himself and really develop a lot faster than I had even imagined. He will not be playing in Las Vegas. For At Summer all? League. No. Okay. I didn't know if they, they were going to get one game in there, but it makes sense not to. So. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they change their mind. I know Kenyon Murray said on Twitter that he's not going to play, but cool. um, maybe he does. I don't think he will. Yeah. And I know he's going to be there because he's going to go watch his brother. Chris play for Portland. But yeah, I mean, really encouraging stuff with Keegan Murray. And you just start thinking about the possibilities for the Kings, especially if like, look, what kind of jump is it in year two? Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. But I'm I'm long term with this too, right? Like, what's year three look like? You know what I mean? Like a guy uh, his size, if he's able to hit these step back threes, he mm. can post somebody up. He can get more comfortable he can driving. At the rim. And if he gets to the free throw line, oh I mean, the God. double digit free throw attempts in back to back games. Anyway, these are all encouraging signs for a young player. You want to see them grow, and he's shown growth and showing you things that maybe he wasn't showing you in at, you know at the end of the season. One more yeah. big specific play that stood out. I think it was his first block that he had on a. Uh, Jaime Hawkes. Yeah. And what was what stood out to me about this, though, you guys, is that he was on the opposite block. And I forget, let's just say Jaime was going on down like the right lane, going to go up for the dunk. Keegan came from the opposite block, but he was in the paint enough because his timing, understanding the geometry of the floor, where he was on the floor, he's just a smart guy. And he timed it out perfectly and had a beautiful block on Jaime instead of letting him just throw it down. It was just I, I just the timing alone. It wasn't even about like, oh, man, he packed him. It was like you, yeah. you and help, like you knew that you could make that in time. And it was just beautiful. He also had a really nice block on Orlando Robinson, who's a big guy for Miami, yeah. who's battling for like backup big spot behind Bam with uh, Thomas Bryant, who they just signed. But yeah, just got vertical, went straight up, blocked the shot. Let's go. Super encouraging stuff. Let's give some love to everyone watching us love right now, Morgan. Can I say that again? Uh, wait, no, that was great. Let's give some love to love, dude. Live. Yeah. Let's give some love to all the people watching us live right now. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Make sure you're subscribed. Also, super chats. You guys are coming through tonight. Give me a hell yeah. Thank you. Aram donated 20 bucks and just wrote deuce. Deuce. I'll take it. You deuce. maybe spelled my name wrong. Thank uh, you. I appreciate the support. Hey, Shawnee Sean, thank you so much for the $5 donation. Hey, Jesse, Jake on the building says light the F. MF Beam donating five <laughs> bucks. Sean donated three and then two bucks again oh and then two bucks again. He's going crazy. Sean. I appreciate you guys so, so much. Also in the chat, Mark says, Morgan needs some more time in the spotlight. I thought she was great. Wait, that's so, mm. that's so kind. Thank you. No, I, oh man, 
the it's really it's really cool the love that I got um and I and I say that because I think sometimes like growing up being a woman in this space it wasn't it wasn't always compliments that I was getting back um so it it was really nice that like my work that I I've put in so much work to to try and get better and better and grow um has been been getting a lot of love so thank you i was talking to kendra andrews the other day love my friend we were sitting watching the game and i was like you know what's crazy about morgan is just seeing where she has come from like two years ago to now like three years ago now and i said you know what's even crazy i think she's better than me now kendra i think she's better than me oh my god like i no you did not no, uh, we're a team, dude. No way. This is where you say no, dudes. You're, here's why. But that's better. what I'm. But but no. But even I don't even need to say I'm that because I already no, think that. But is, like two, your growth over the last couple of years has been insane. Oh my god. Yes. Well, insane. Thanks. I mean, if you went back and listened to yourself a few years back compared to now, it's just from. I'm, I'm not even talking about like just on the broadcast. I'm talking about on the podcast too. I'm like, I listen to the podcast sometimes. I'll listen back. I'm like, damn. Well, okay, and ugh, I'm not. Okay, there's we're not doing no, no, no. We're not, not going to do the. We're not going to do the back and forth thing. But you know how like De'Aaron is trying to make Keegan better, okay. and like Keegan's going to end up being better than him. <laughs> uh, no, my point is like I, I wouldn't. But you, you push to the next level. Like you, you're scary, Coach Deuce, and and you only expect greatness. So then, like that's what you got to strive for. So. Thanks. Thank you. And um, yeah, like, let's just keep trying to get better and better. I think there's a better comp. Um, oh, no, no. See, so see, here you go. No, there's no other comp. We can move on to Colby Jones. We'll move on to Colby Jones. Oh, we'll move on good. to Colby Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colby Jones, the King's second round pick from a Xavier. You know, my first impression with him through the first two games, I'm really excited to see what he looks like in Vegas, too, with more experience. You probably hear dogs in the background, too. You can't hear uh, it. Colby Jones just looks like he's got pretty good feet. He just looks solid pretty much in every way. Dude. He, he could shoot it. He has good size. He rebounds. He even had one. Body. It was a foul on a big, but it was like he went back to contest and was like, you're not scoring on me easily. He's had a couple of passes that weren't great. He's had some turnovers. Hell, Keegan had turnovers today, too. Summer League can get sloppy, but I just see... Like I, I watch him play. I'm like, this guy should he he may be able to crack the rotation this year just with his size, his ability to knock down an open shot, defend. I like what I've seen. I am so with you. I think his size has been the main thing that has stood out to me. Like the photos that we saw, um, obviously highlights like you can get whatever from, but like photos were like, oh dang, okay, like he's flexing, he looks big. Seeing him in person whole different story yeah i've been so impressed uh not only with his size but how he uses his size and especially on the defensive end his lateral movement and his ability to show his jersey and stay in front of someone uh has been so exciting and then i think offensively just his feel deuce we we were talking a little bit about like brandon miller and some of these other rookies and what we see from them and when you don't see them have that finesse or that feel, for example, Brandon Miller with like a hundred fouls in that game before um, the Kings game. And 
it was just like, what are you missing? What are you not? What are you not seeing? Or like, what don't you get about the game? I felt sick for Brandon Miller today. I'll I be know. Honest. I I he'll be fine. I know, but he had so in summer league you can have ten fouls. He had eight fouls. He didn't score his first points until the fourth quarter. And look, you just feel bad for a guy struggling. Maybe he's feeling a little bit. But also, once he scored his first points of the game, the fans in the building had, and I'm not going to say everyone did, but there was a loud, like, sarcastic, like, good job, buddy. No. And I'm like, this kid's like 18. Why, and it was that. Why are we talking him so much? It was 100% oh. the sarcastic bullshit because right before that, not right before that, but like possessions yeah. before that, someone was like, when he was taking the ball out, do something Oof. like it was like entertain me what are we doing and it's just like welcome to the nba yeah he's also just trying to figure it out like can we be kinder to people and i get it like there's gonna be fans but at the same time why wouldn't you want to like encourage and celebrate someone until they show you that they're an ass or they shouldn't be out there but too young to do that Sorry, I didn't mean to sidetrack us from yeah, Colby. But from but, Colby, yeah. anyway, his feel for the game um, on both ends of the floor has just been super encouraging. And I wasn't expecting to to see that like we are seeing right now. Yeah, he knocked down two of three from downtown in this game. He ended up finishing with 11 points. He also had three steals, too. So that was cool to see. Yeah. Uh, he had 12 points in the first game of the California Classic. Uh, against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I thought Keon Ellis had some awesome moments in this game. Um, Keon, the thing with Keon Ellis, who's now in his second year, he was on a two-way contract last year, spent a lot of time with the Stockton Kings, where did a lot of good. He shot the ball much better than I think people maybe anticipated. This guy just plays so hard and so aggressive. And I think that's the one area where like you love is like his aggressiveness, but he does foul a lot. Today, he was everywhere. He had a beautiful strip in transition. I, I like what I saw from Keon. I, I still see the flashes. I'm like, oh, I, I get why they like him. I agree. I, I, I love seeing those flashes, too, from him because I think there really is something there. And we saw some special play from him last year just in the G League. And it's like we keep saying. Where can you where can you show some dominance mm -hmm. when you're playing in summer league or when you're playing in the G League? Because that is when not only are you going to get the most looks, but you're also showing that your game can translate at the next level. Anything else jump out to you in the in the two games? I was waiting to see what we were going to get from Kada. Um, yeah, Kada. I feel like his first halves of both of the games were not good. His second halves were better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I this is a big summer for Namias Keda because, you know, he's trying to get, like, a solidified spot on an NBA team. And there is a potential that he could be in the center rotation in Sacramento if things go for well for him this summer and in training camp. Like, yeah. there, there's a legit shot for him. Yeah. But he's I, he's got to be consistent. And I think when, when Vegas comes around... You're going to need that consistent, like, go get me a double-double. Show me that you can be an initiator at the elbow. Yep. Show me you could pass the ball. I think a lot of bigs get in trouble sometimes because, and we noticed this today now with Kai Jones, right, watching him a lot. He's mm -hmm. such a long, athletic freak, and these guys just 
jump at every pump fake or they're Dude. just clumsy and they, they foul and your wingspan is yeah. going to be the thing that ultimately blocks someone like yes. or, or alters a shot like don't don't jump don't bite but the other thing not only with kai jones uh james naji and by the way who is what 18 19 years yeah. old and looks like he's 34 and he we were excited to see what he could do because he can move well on the floor but every time I told Deuce, I was like, every time he's going up for a rebound, he's waiting for it to come to him like this. And it's like his it, yeah. arms are like to his knees. Like his wingspan is crazy. And it's like, just reach. You're going to be the first person up there every damn time. So, yeah, the feel for some of these bigs, um, it's like, how do you take your, how do you elevate your yeah. game quicker as a big in this league? I just want to see Nemeus be a little more aggressive, especially, you know, Keegan took 20 shots in this game. He was getting all the shots up. He took 15 free throws. So, you know, I mean, he's <laughs> the Sacramento Kings in their summer league game scored 95 points. Keegan had 41 of those 95. I mean, that's a lot of Jeez. points. So now Keegan won't be playing in Vegas. I just want to see a little more aggressiveness from Nemeas, especially against some of these teams that probably don't have the size to match up against him. Show me what you can do. Show off a little jumper. Show me your passing. Yep. But rebound and stay out of foul trouble. He had seven fouls in the first game against Golden State Warriors. Mm. Tonight he only had two, which was Good. encouraging. But um, I'm, I'm I'm eager to see what he looks like because you know this is this is year three now, right? This is year three. So you need to see that growth. Of like, okay, how are you getting to that next level? We talk about Keegan, obviously a much different situation. He was the number four pick in the draft. Namias Kate is a second round guy, right? So um, yeah, it's a, I think it's I think it's gonna be a big summer league for Namias Kata. Agreed. Agreed. No, I think I I I felt that way last year, and especially with. Uh, the way that we talked about him because of the way that the Kings were, were utilizing the seven bigs on their squad, on their NBA squad. And last year was a big year for him too, because yeah. that first year he was back and forth with the Kings and the Stockton Kings so much because it was that COVID year, wasn't seeing a lot of minutes on the floor. So then last year it was like, okay, what, how can he take um, a leap you saw a little bit of improvement in this year. You're exactly right. It needs to be the year. Uh, Brian in the chat says, Nimi can't read the motion fast enough to play the high post. Also, there are so many missed cutters. Wish he had uh, the ball in the post uh, when he had the ball in the post. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it too is like summer league is just not going to be crisp. You have to remember. That's true. Some of these guys, I mean, some of these guys are familiar with each other, like Keon Ellis and Alex O'Connell and Kata. They played together Jordan in Stockton, Ford. Jordan Ford. So there's some, but you're playing with a whole bunch of guys that you just met a week and a half ago. Yep. So, yeah, I, I mean, the timing sometimes is not going to be great. I, I do think Kata is very capable of being a solid passer, um, especially at that elbow. So we'll see. I mean, it, this is what summer league is for. It's like you got to try some things. You have to put players in different spots, see what they could do, test some things out. It's experimentation a little bit too, especially with some of the young guys who you're trying to develop on your team. Can we also acknowledge that Kings fans are psycho? I love it, Morgan. It I is July fifth. God, I love you guys. We got five hundred plus people watching us live on July fifth after a not a Vegas summer league. California Classic. California Classic. 
And Kings fans are different. There's 14,000 people dude. at Golden One Center tonight to watch Summer League basketball. You go put that Summer League somewhere. There's not 14,000 rolling I'm... through. And people into the game. Thank you. And, oh, my God. at the By, by the end of the, the Lakers-Spurs game, people chanting, BLA. <laughs> BL, like everyone just hates LA. You're in Sacramento. Of yeah. course you have to be chanting that. And that's happening in July. The light the beam chants coming up at the end of the, the Kings game. I mean, I'm telling you, it is just a whole different world here. I love this Hooper City. Shout out to Toby donating two bucks and Keegan is the MVP. O'Connell <laughs> Swish, Killer Kata. Yeah, O'Connell knocking down his shots. Loved it. Woo. He looked a little bigger too. He looked like he get. He, yeah, a little strength. Yeah. He's uh he played with Stockton last year too. So and he played on the King Summer League team. Fun quick Vegas. release. XX One, the chest says Mavs fan here. Love the pod guys. LOL. Thank you. Mavs fans. What? You no. feel bad or you? No, I'm actually. They, I think they got better. They did today. They got better today. They, they well, defensively know, they got better. Know. I, how good did they get but, by adding Grant Williams? And then they signed Matisse Thibel to an offer sheet. Thibel's an interesting one because mm -hmm. in Philly, it's like he didn't play enough. And you know what he could do defensively. And the whole rap on him is like, oh, he can't shoot. He can't shoot. He goes to Portland last year. I know it's a small sample size. He shot 38% from three. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what he is. Like what kind of three-point shooter is he? But when you've got guys like Luca and Kyrie, who are so much of the offense, sure, ISO guys, you need some guys that can create some turnovers, get some stops, rebound, and hopefully knock down some shots. So if the Thibel thing works out and Portland doesn't match, that's good for them. And then Grant Williams, you know, that was someone we had both talked about yeah. potentially for Sacramento at one point. Yeah, I like his game. He he dog. They, dog. They need some physicality. They need some toughness. A guy who's been in some key moments yeah. a bit. So I like that move. I just I look at their roster as a whole and go, what else are they gonna get? But the, okay, so look, it, this is because you and I kind of touched on this earlier today when all these moves were going down. And I was like, You're like, yeah, but where does it take them next year? And I'm like, look, they've put themselves in a hole where this is how they have to build into something. They have to step by step, piece by piece. It's not going to be like, oh yeah, that one move, that's going to that's going to be the move for the maps. They don't have the the resources or even the options out there yeah. to figure that out with one move. So, they're figuring out with few pieces by few pieces. I mean, if you look at the Phoenix Suns, they were kind of doing the same thing, just getting a whole bunch of um role players to be around their guys. And I think with the Mavs, they screwed up. They didn't get in on it and were as aggressive because they're trying to give Kyrie Irving all their money <laughs> and uh and now they're here though and finding spots for some defense defensive players that they they it was a problem they needed to address no they needed it for sure and i i think you know especially kids first year with dallas that that team actually had some nice defensive moments and last year was a serious step back for them and obviously yeah. they make the trade for Kyrie and you know that when you make a trade like that at the deadline it's so hard to get it all going in the right direction when you got two guys like that and then what else is around so I, I do think just on paper they look like a better team. So. Yeah. No, I'm 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 with you and um good for you and all the other maps 
fans. Uh, any other guys we should talk about tonight? You know, Jalen Slauson, I just didn't really see a ton from. I felt like he made a couple of good passes, but I really, there, there's been nothing through the first two games that has jumped out to no. me about him. You know, I, I don't feel like he's really had his imprint on a game at this point. Let's see what he does when Keegan's not playing, too. You no, know, I, I think that's going to be curious. Like, what do the Kings just look like when Keegan is not out there now, mm-hmm. right? He is taking a ton of shots. It was clear he was being aggressive. Who's going to be the guy? We talk about Namias. Okay, show us what you can do. Keon, are you going to show us a little more scoring ability? What's Colby going to be doing? Is he initiating more? What? The, the, it's it's going to be fun. I mean, let's be honest. The people who are super into this stuff right now are beyond your basketball nerds. Yeah. Like the yeah. fact that we nerds. And I know a lot of people watching. I mean, let, let's be real honest. You're watching two people talk about a California Classic Summer League game. You're a nerd. I'm a nerd too. We're I've been all watching nerds. basketball since three o'clock this afternoon. Oh, yeah. All day long. That was fun. Watching some fun basketball, watching some bad basketball, mm-hmm. everything. But I loved every single second of it. I just, I, and I get so excited for Vegas because there's just so much talent. This is what, this is why, this is why I hang out with you. This mm. is why you're just, you're just obsessed. You're obsessed. And I, just, I love it. I love your passion. I love your obsession. I think it vibes with our awesome community. And it just brings me all the joy in the damn world. Sasha Vazenkov was at the game tonight. Uh, he was he got to Sacramento last night. Uh, he had some comments to media before he left, saying the Kings have shown me in every way that they want me to be on the team and they have a role for me. Otherwise, I wouldn't accept. Now everything's in my hands. They saw in me that I can play good basketball. I just have to prove it. I still haven't realized where I'm going and what it means for me, my family, for Bulgarian basketball, for my supporters. It's certainly a big thing for every basketball player, for every kid that loves basketball. I'm happy that it's my reality now. I'm not going to the NBA for the idea of it or just because it was my dream. I'm going because I see an opportunity for my future for something big. I'm ready to take advantage of that opportunity that's my character i want to take care of things day by day in every workout game by game i haven't slept in a few days couldn't sleep it's not easy to leave what you love leave people that love you and appreciate you for me olympiacos was like a family almost all my friends are in athens but the decision to go to the nba was the correct one for my career although tough it was the right choice wow wow i even love that i love hearing that i love that i love seeing I'm not just going to the NBA because it was my dream. Like he sees his future there, um, which, which, yeah, you, I mean, you obviously want him to say, but you think for a lot of these people, it's like, oh, well, what else can I get off my checklist? And it's like, no, he's not done. He wants to succeed and not just to get something off his checklist, but because he wants to challenge himself and he wants to be in a different place playing basketball. And I'm super I'm super excited to see Sasha play, to see Sasha out there, to, to get the opportunity to talk to him. I think his body size alone. He's a big dude, man. It's so I've talked about so many bodies. Big head, by but the like, way. Yeah. Giant head. Giant head. Who's got a bigger head? Okay. Him? Or? Sabonis. Mm, I need them right next to each other. Arvidas Sabonis. Oh, the Domas biggest. That, that's Winner. A head. That's a head. That's Winner. A head. Yeah. Sasha's got a big, big dome. He's a big dude. He, he's a big it's dude. all that basketball IQ up there. So That's what it is. He's like, am I going to pass the ball yeah. this way? He's like, oh, Sasha, you're not even playing a game right I, now. Um, yeah, he's going to be a great fit. 
I, I know we've talked about him a ton, but it was cool to see him. And I, yes. I saw that De'Aaron's wife, Rosay, posted a picture of him and De'Aaron at the King's practice facility. And guy was, he's getting a workout in. Getting work together. It, it, I don't know why. You know what's so great about this? You know how we used to get excited about just like, man, he's looking bigger. A big uh, Look at that workout video. Look at so-and-so working hard. Now we're getting excited about like new players just taking photos with other players. Oh, yeah. Keegan Murray holding De'Aaron Fox's baby because you know that means that they're like building a real relationship. It just, I love it. It feels what what a great vibe in Sacramento. Yeah, really, really good vibe. Um, what are you looking forward to in Vegas? Well, and it could be Kings related for sure. I or... think first, just starting with Kings related, yeah. just kind of what we said, what is, what do some of these players, what does this team look like without Keegan Murray on the floor? Right. It gives bigger opportunities to some of these guys that we, not only that we want to see with the two draft picks, but also um, like we were kind of talking about with Nimi, like what kind of dominance can he show in a summer league? Um, all in all though, at Vegas summer league, I know you and I were super excited. I look, you're like smiling just because you're kind of excited, huh? I was thinking about Friday night. The Kings play, but the game before them, Wembenyama plays. Oh, oh, I'm so. I've been at some summer league games in Vegas where there was like a vibe. Lonzo Ball's first game. Oh, that Lavar. I remember him in the stands. More that Lakers summer league team. And mm. I, I could be remembering it wrong. Okay, try to go. I think Lonzo was on that team. Kyle Kuzma, yes. Brandon, Brandon Ingram, Ingram, yep, Caruso, D'Lo. No, okay, no, no, uh, Caruso, and I, I can't remember anyone else. But my okay. point is, the team was stacked. There was a legit buzz in the building. I wasn't there for when Zion had his first game, but watching on TV, there was a buzz in the building. I don't think there's going to be anything that can compare to what it's going to be like. When Victor plays on Friday, Zubots. Was it Zubots? That's great knowledge. Is, is yeah. Josh Hart was oh, wow. on. Wow, you're right, Josh. Look at that. That seems stacked. Damn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. No. And that's that's the other thing that makes summer league so fun because yep. then after summer league is over, or after a season is over, you're like, holy shit, they had all those guys. Or you just, you see yep. what they're about to create with an organization or what they're about to screw up too. And it's just, yeah, there's just the, the, the first are so much fun to see. And, and I think for Victor Wembenyama too, everyone's ready to see this freak of nature out there just for the first time, like, under the NBA umbrella. Something I forgot to talk about from California Classic. What? Uh, before, yeah, it was the first day. I was catching up with Davion Mitchell for a few minutes. Yes. And I asked him about working with Steph Curry's trainer. Yeah. Because that came out. And, yeah, that's been out. And he's loving it. Oh, and I love that for him. He's, he's tweaked his shot. That's cool. The high arc is gone. Cool. And they're working on his hips. Love it. Footwork. I mean, he says he's seeing some really good results right now. And he's just he, the guy is obsessed with basketball. I'm sure most Kings fans have seen him by now. But for those who listen to our podcast and you guys don't pay attention to do like you're not seeing him before games or whatever. They're not showing him on TV. Literally, this guy takes a ball everywhere. And, like the, you'll see him at a summer league game 
has a ball it's in a, his hands the entire time. You can tell. Like, it's seriously a comfort thing. And I, I get... I used to sleep with a basketball. I get it. I you completely... slept with a basketball. I've told you this. I've told everyone this story. I used to sleep with a basketball because I was obsessed with basketball. <sighs> That's not weird. I mean, it's a little like weird. growing up playing with a like wanting to just like have your basketball. It's like a stuffed animal. So the guy that Davion's working right with right now is Brandon Payne. He's Steph Curry's longtime guy and. The one thing Davion was telling me is like he's not trying to get me to shoot like stuff. Yeah, like it's being the best version of myself, and so he's constantly working on it. If he's not working out with him in person, um, Brandon is, sh- is sending him workouts and everything he needs to so do. Great. So Davion's been locked in. He's been in Sacramento a lot. Um, he's been scrimmaging a little bit. I know him and Keegan played some one on one too. So it's if Davion all of a sudden can start consistently knocking down the shot, that is going to be massive for his NBA career. It, well, that's it. I mean, how many times are we talking about guys in this league? And it's like, if you're a shooter, you have value. A consistent shooter, you have value. But if he's a shooter and can defend like that. Yep. I mean, we were talking about Jared Vanderbilt last year in the postseason. It was like they can't even keep him out there because he's a liability on the offensive end, just not a threat, not a weapon. That happens. And so you got to make sure you can be elite at at least one skill set, but still be have be able to accomplish things with your other skills at a very high level. I just think this team has players who just want to get better and they're they i mean and when i say it's not just like the talk like these guys they all work man Mm -hmm. they're all in the gym they're they're together they're hanging out like they're really locked in right now and if they're not in sacramento they're somewhere working with the king's coach like doug christie has been away working with sabonis this offseason so it's it's constant and it, it's just good to see that this is a group that is willing to put in the work they want to get better and they understand like the, to take this step like next year's going to be tough like you're not going to sneak up on anybody like you did last year when you won 48 games like people know how good you are you've got two all nba guys yeah. now you got sasha to the fold like there's some legit talent on this team and you're not going to be surprising people in the league anymore well and you say the legit talent on this team do you want to find a role for yourself on this team this yep. team that's just going upward okay get better put in the work get better show that you deserve a role and if it's not going to be a role on this team then show that you belong in the nba like make this next season just make you a better player yeah Appreciate everyone being here. Hit the thumbs up. Get us to over 200 thumbs up. Go Two ahead. things I want to hit yes. on, especially because it happened at California Classic, the flopping and the challenge. The new flop rule, huh? The new rules. I Before I do that, I do yeah. want to note this. Draft Express putting out some content, and it's a video highlight of Keegan Murray from today. And it says, Keegan Murray's off-the-bounce game has made strides since the end of his rookie year with the Kings. Hit some tough shots, attacked the hoop, 13 of 15 from the free throw line on his way to 41 points, four blocks, two, ready for more responsibility in his second year in Sacramento. Oof. Getting some love, getting some love. 
Uh, the new flop rule. So the new flop rule that the league is testing out, and apparently it, it will be tested out during the season too. It's a technical foul. But from my understanding, that technical doesn't... If you get another one, you're not ejected. Oh. Just a technical. It's a one-shot penalty. So so if does it go toward the player as a foul, do we think? A flop, which will be determined by the referees at the game, will be penalized by awarding the opposing team one free throw and possession of the ball. That's the player it. who commits the flop will be assessed a, an unsportsmanlike conduct technical foul, which won't count toward personal fouls or lead to an ejection. Okay. Okay. So, so we, we saw in the first game, we saw it, uh, the first Kings game at the California Classic, and we saw it again in this game tonight yes. in the Kings game. I like that. I do like it too, and I'm glad it's not because if it if it was one of those situations where it could lead to an ejection or whatever, then they're not calling it. Now, it, I, I'm very eager to see how this is called because I think most fans will agree on this. Are they calling that on Steph? Are they you know calling are they on LeBron? Are they calling that on LeBron and KD and Luca? Like are James they, Harden? We'll see. We'll see. But I think it is a step in the right direction. It, it's been tough seeing NBA players in recent years get to a point where they fall down when someone looks at them and on like 70% of their three point attempts in that. Yes. And you're like, why are you falling down? Like, stop. You just play Wiz the game. Just play. Wizzo says Chris Paul shivering. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want this year? What? We have to, the league has to keep track or stat muse. I need the league to keep track of most technical fouls from flopping. Most flopping technicals. Of course they'll have that. I need that. the leaderboard. I yeah. have to have that throughout the year. In, in, Who leads the league this year in it? Um, Trey Young's a good candidate. It's That's gonna, a great one, Daryl. Trey Young is a great candidate. Steph it, has to be up there. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a different tier of player. Like, I think it's going to be like, not Pat Beverly, but that type of player. Embiid has to be up there. You think? I mean, I know that's what I, yeah. all those all these players. That's the saddest part. All these players that we're naming Luca, like, well, Luca more just bitches than he does like flop a whole bunch. But but all these players that we're naming are like some of the the greatest players to play of all like of all time. I just I hope this just makes them better too, right? It makes the game better. That's what I'm hoping to see. Boost in the chat says the throwing your head back when you get touched. LOL. Yeah, the, the you get touched on the yeah, arm. Ready? Yeah. Oh, it's like whiplash. It's like, what do you do? You're gonna hurt your neck. <laughs> the guy grazed your elbow and you're whipping your neck back. Officials better have their definition down of like what a flop is because I they better not make the mistake when someone takes a good charge and it's like they might exaggerate it. I don't you know? think it, they're worried much. I don't think it's more about, I don't think it's really about those. Players. Great. I think it's more about the offensive players selling contact like crazy. Or like when LeBron James last year playing the Denver Nuggets had that huge flop again. It was like a huge swing play and he acted like Jokic threw yeah. him out of bounds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm sure there's going to be no controversy at all about this rule Not this year. Uh, and then the new one is the coach's challenge, right? Where um, you just get another one if you're right. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm I'm mixed on that one. I don't know. Oh, why? I I look. I don't. I think we're getting to the. We talked about this the other day. Yeah. The speed up the speed up the replace. I don't need more stoppages. The game has to flow. And if we're do, we're adding more challenges, okay, that means more stoppages. I don't need a three and a half minute review. If it's a three and a half minute review, That's it fair. better be a game deciding call. Yeah. Not this guy may have picked up his fourth and we're third quarter. Like let's we need to keep this game moving. And or have the people back at the office also be helping on the call right like yep. those people should as soon as the as soon as they know that it's going to be a challenge call like people should be looking back at it it shouldn't just be the officials on the floor because they're looking at the same video like they're going off the same they're not going back in their minds and going well i saw this though they're going off the video at that time so um someone's just got to help a little we need to talk about the in-season tournament in a second, Ooh. Morgan. But we have to mention that tonight's night chat presented by our buddy Sean Stanfield over at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. Morgan Reagan, buying a house can be stressful. It is so Can hard. I afford to buy one? Is the time right? Dude, hit up Sean and his team over at Guaranteed Rate. They're not just trying to get you in a house to get you in a house. They're going to tell you, yeah, it makes sense for you to buy one. You can afford one. Here's how you can afford one. Here are the numbers. I ran it. This is what it all means. He is going to make life easier for you when you're trying to purchase a home. So hit him up today at rate.com slash Sean Stanfield. You could also call or text him at 916-276-7563. That's 916-276-7563. Equal housing lender subject to credit approval. MLS ID number 3497707. Company MLS ID number 2611. MLS Thanks so much to our friends at Guaranteed. Right. Guaranteed. Right. I know that's a new guaranteed. I love it. I lost the old one. I love it. Mixer. Refreshing. We're also presented today by New York Times bestselling author, the one and only T.R. Reagan. I know summertime people like to read a little bit. I want to catch up on some books. Well, this is a good time to catch up on a crazy thriller. Check out Tia Reagan's latest books, Morgan. I'm, I'm reading one of her books right now that like these people are, it's called Buried Deep and these people are buried underground and then there's like a cement box too over them. Holy shit. And her writing, I feel claustrophobic. Like there should be a trigger warning okay. on her books because she's so good at describing and making you feel awful things. So if you want to feel awful things and be scared as hell and sleep with one eye open, go check out TR Reagan books. Go to amazon.com, search TR Reagan, or you can go to her site, trreagan.com. We also want to tell all you people who listen to the audio portion of our podcast, you want to help us grow even more? Oh, yeah. Make sure you drop us a five-star review on Spotify. Same with the Apple Podcast Store. All it does is allow more people to find our content and it's working so thank you for everyone that's like taking these yes. two minutes that it takes to go push five stars and say hey they ain't so bad it's the same thing when we always hype up youtube hey hit that thumbs up and subscribe it's not just like a cheesy thing to say because we want to feel good it literally just helps our channel grow smash and that thumbs up yes so we really appreciate it thank you after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, Morgan, let's talk about the NBA new the NBA's new in-season tournament. Adrian Wojnarowski had some details about it today. He did. It says the league will conduct the final four of its first ever in-season tournament from December 7th through the 9th. The semifinals and the final will take place in Las Vegas. Hmm. Um, per the report, statistics for the tournament will count for the regular season, except for, for those from the championship team or the game. game, excuse me. There were details for those who don't remember. Uh, this came out in April. Teams will be assigned to six intra-conference pools of five, not necessarily by division, okay. on designated days through the first six weeks of the regular season. Teams will play four group games, one each against the other teams in their pool. Everyone plays two at home, two on the road. The league has done this kind of, they've done this a little bit in the G League with their Showcase Cup tournament. They've also done this in the WNBA with the Commissioner's Cup where yeah. there's certain Commissioner Cup games. The winner of each pool and the two wildcard teams will advance to a single elimination tournament. Tiebreakers to determine the eight participants, such as point differential, are still being discussed. Semifinals and finals of the tournament will be held at a neutral site, which will be in Vegas. <sighs> and players for the tournament champion will receive $500,000. So... Each player? Yeah. Each? Pretty sure. Wow. Um, it's a lot of money. I, I'm open-minded. You know, I, I was not sure about the play-in tournament. I didn't think it was going to be a great idea. It's great. I think it's been such a... It's been an awesome addition to the NBA. Yeah. I think there are more teams trying to be competitive. It allows some of these younger teams, maybe on the rise, to compete in meaningful basketball. Look at the Heat story. Yeah, and then you had this year where the Miami Heat go from play-in to the damn NBA Finals. That's pretty remarkable. So I think it's been great. Uh, The thing I've always said with the in-season tournament is just, one, how do you get players to care and be invested? And All right, maybe five hundred thousand extra money does that. Maybe just pride and just like, hey, your joy for the game. You want to be competitive and win, and these yeah. games still count, right? It's regular season, yes. right? Except so it the still matters. Yep. Um, I guess how do you get fans to care is the biggest thing. I don't know, and maybe it's just a fun way to add a little more intrigue. And we're not. It, it, it doesn't need to be a big deal, right? It's like it's a fun little in-season thing to break up 
the monotony of the long 82-game season. Sure. And that's maybe what it's going to be. Sure. I'll, no. I'll say this. If the Kings were able to go play in Las Vegas, we would be pretty jacked about you it. Guys, league, you're right. Are you guys, do you see us right now? It's yeah, you're right. Summer League in July, and we're all here talking about it. Yeah, we would be. And there are other fan bases that have similarities. Not just like this, but similarities. And they would feel that as well. Yeah. You feel that sense of pride. I mean, think about what we felt this first year of our the, our team that we all root for getting into the playoffs. You know, like that was an entirely different feeling emotionally that I didn't even expect or know yeah. I was going to feel. So can we feel that toward this? Maybe. Maybe it'll grow on us. Maybe it'll be the first year. Who knows? I think it'd be cool. I think it's... I I'm think, open. Yeah, I... Hey, on a Tuesday night game when it's like, oh, tonight is, what what are we calling it again? I just want to make sure the games in which count are they? Do they have a name for it? Um, 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 um. Winners of each pool? No, I don't know what they're calling it. Whatever, if it's Commissioner's Cup or oh, yeah, in showcase in season tournament. tournament, yeah, whatever they decide, it's called. I think those games are gonna have a little more intrigue, right? And and maybe there it does add excitement. You know, I'm not. I I think at first I'm like, well, it's not gonna be as important as the championship. It's like, well, no shit, it's not. Right? Like the end all be all is you want to win a championship, mm -hmm. but playing is not the playoffs. Playoffs is not the championship. Each thing matters a little bit more as you move on. In the middle of a season, if you play a little in season tournament, especially in the first couple months of the season, where right. let's be honest about it, there's. The casuals aren't really watching until Christmas. Can this capture the attention of some of those casuals? Like, oh, there's like a tournament? And especially Maybe it in does. Vegas. Single elimination. It's in Vegas. I'm cool with it. Yeah. No, I, I'm... It's growing on me. I'm just... I'm there where I'm just open to it. And I think I'm more open to it, too, because I look at... Um, obviously, not only are we starting chance now in Sacramento of EuroLeague players because that's going to happen. But we're also going to adopt their format of, you know, having these in-season tournaments. And you see how much love and joy goes into that, obviously overseas when it comes to football, European football, but or soccer, however you want to put it. Why can't that happen here? And I think there's been so many times Deuce and I have been like that because it just won't. It won't be the same. It's not apples for apples. But why can't you try it? Why why not just experience it and see what it can do for not only the NBA but for the fan base? I, I wanted to bring up Woj's thing to see if he had any more details. All teams will participate in the group stage will consist of six group Six uh, groups total, three per conference, and chosen by a random draw based on a team's winning percentage from the previous season. Each team will play four games in its group, with the six group winners making the knockout stage, along with the two wild cards who finish with the best winning percentage and not in the first in not first in their groups. Knockout stage games will be single elimination through the final. Love that. So okay. I, come on, you cool. don't we all love yeah. like as a sports society love single elimination games? Yeah, I just think sometimes people are weird. Like as American sports fans, it's like if it's not a championship, does it even matter, man? It's like, well, look, if we could find a way to make the 82 game season a little different at times, a little more interesting. And we always talk about what's the motivation for the players. I mean, part of it, too, is, like, just have competitive spirit. Like, 
if you're playing this game in the NBA, you should want to just win. Like yep. you, that, it, it, that, that's just something you should strive for. You should want to win every single game and be up for every game. And if this can provide a little extra juice for you early in the season, cool. Hey, someone's asking, yeah. and I want, I want to get your opinion on this on the pod. Did you guys like the jerseys, the new jerseys? Oh, yeah, I did. Um, I, the one thing with the, um, the gradient one. Yeah. I think the Sacramento above the King, Kings is just, it's a little small. I didn't even know it said Sacramento. Yeah, and that's what, that was like my one like critique. Okay. I say this every time people, when jerseys come out in sports, there's like a portion of like fans that like go heavy critique. And I'm like, unless you're like a designer, I don't really want to hear from you because I, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't get as worked up about them. I happen to like these ones. But to be honest, I think if you ask me in 2016 where the other ones came out, I like those. Yeah. You know, so I do really like the fact that there's a full time black jersey, you know, art, and I, art is subjective. Yeah. And when I first saw the gradient jerseys on a photo, I was like, oh god the video though but then i saw the video and i was totally turned on to them yes that is they look great the checkers on this going down the side um the black and purple gradient because i am not a big purple fan but i think like doing the gradient style and look the the photo just doesn't do it for me it does not but the video with malik monk that looks clean. And that looks good, too. Yeah, yeah. dude. It's it, just, looks, it looks really good. Can, it, this is the best way to put it. Like, when I do my hair and I don't do it for TV, if I take a photo, it looks like sometimes, like, did she even do her hair? <laughs> did she even brush it? But then when I do it for TV and I do a shit ton of hairspray and it's all, like, done, it's, like, ready for a photo, that's when it's, it's presented the right way. I like so, the script. The King script too looks cool. The font. My point is, some things just come off better in mm. videos than they do, or in person than they do in photos. But yeah, I like the font. It's a good look. I like it. Clean. What's the city edition gonna look like? What was the Royals one up there? They were just showing through the years, kind of the inspiration cool. from the Royals to the black. I love, I love that black one. The old school uh -huh. black one. They yeah. were from '95 to '02. Oh. I do. It's great, but it's. You love it because of what happened in them. Right. But your <laughs> memories of it, right? Yeah. I think that's part of it too. Well, and like I know it's not super nineties, but it has a nineties feel uh, yes, to it. Sure. And that is just like so hot right now. So hot. I, I'm trying to think if I like the white or black Ooh, better on I the like new the, Oh wait, it's just black and white. What do you mean? I at first I thought the gradient. I was like, is that a gray gradient? Oh, no. And I was like, I kind of like just highlighted. Me and purple, we yeah. don't get along. No, I'm. Oops, I'm digging that. <laughs> Anthony says, can you elaborate more on the in-season tournament? Uh, you're gonna have to elaborate more on your question. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I still think there's more details uh, to come out, you know, and I think they'll announce it soon. Maybe they'll announce it this week at summer league, but. The big one was that they're going to hold the the fine the championship the semifinal in Las Vegas at a neutral site, which is interesting. And those those count as regular season games. Yeah, so. Vegas seems to be the place that they're doing a lot of these things. Yeah, and um, man, I'm not the biggest Vegas fan, but 
when it comes to it being like the home for some hoops, I'm down with it. Uh, bag in the chest says, I love that people are so confused about the tournament because it is legit pointless and makes no sense. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know how else to say it. There are going to be certain games throughout the year that are labeled like the in-season tournament games. They're going to base standings on that. And then there's going to be games that are played in a tournament in which the best teams from that qualify and go play in Vegas. Oh, Americans. Yeah, American Americans. sports fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Red Party Night in the chest is Keegan showing he has that step back in his back. Dude, mm. that's sexy. Yeah. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it could be really nasty if he's showing that off a lot this year. If he adds that to his game, doing that in a regular season game. Mm. I'm excited. I'm excited for him. I'm excited for Summer League. I'm excited for this season. So I'm just ready. We will be... In Las Vegas from July 7th to the 11th, we're going to be there four nights. And uh, I'm really excited to just watch some of the talent. But we are bringing our equipment down. We're bringing down the mics. Yep. We're bringing down the camera. The lights. We are really hoping to capture some interviews there. Um, last year, we had Scoot Hend Henderson. So cool. We had Scoot before before you. People were like, who is this guy? No. And we're like, oh, you didn't know? Yeah, so we had Scoot Henderson on this year. Hopefully, we get some Kings reps on. I'm guessing they're going to have Sasha's press conference in Las Vegas. Fingers so crossed. If they're doing it there, we will be at that press yeah. conference. And the rookies will be there. And yeah, we'll have some fun. So cool. We're going to try to provide some awesome content. And we'll definitely do, like last year, some behind-the-scenes content as well for you guys. Are you ready for no sleep and lots of basketball? Yes. Drink lots of water. I am so ready. You're getting older now. You're getting older. and I, uh, You know, Morgan, here's the thing you need to thing? know about me. You One, still dress cool. What? Yeah, I, I dress cool. I look cool. I am cool. So, yes, we that noted. Established. Noted. Got it. But when I go to Vegas, yeah, it's not about deuce mason part. It's not like a party deuce. That's not what out. I'm saying. I just, I was, it, it's the air in Vegas. You walk around Vegas and then all of a sudden you look at the clock and you're, wow, it's 3.30 in the morning. Well, they literally not, pump oxygen yeah. in hotels yeah. and casinos. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be going to bed at like 4, 4.30. Yeah. Probably every morning. Oh, and you said because you're getting older that you're going to be working out to keep your your body young and in shape. Are you done? Are you done? You, like we're the same age, dude. You, we're like two months different. He's so much older than me. God damn. <laughs> Will you get me a three five balloon that I can hold up in a photo yeah, and yeah. post it? Thanks. Are you guys going to check out the sphere? Yeah, we'll have to check that out. Yeah. Daniel says playoff deuce. Greater sign. Dude, playoff deuce is that's like Vegas deuce. I was playoff oh, yeah. deuce felt like Vegas a little bit, to be honest. Oh, it 100 percent did. Yeah. Go, go, go. Lots of basketball, lots of fun, connecting. Yeah. Good food. Too much good yeah. food. Well, guys, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us tonight. We will be dropping more content throughout the week. So make sure you're locked in. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, this YouTube channel too. Thanks so much for hanging out. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed Keegan Murray's 41-point outburst. Mm. God, I can't wait till October. That was for Deuce's birthday. We love you guys. But we got to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your evening. See ya. Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo, Deuce and Mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 